best uh, That's the bias You need the earful You should try us From pop culture to the movies to unite us It's the best uh, That's the bias uh, Your best bias uh, It's the best bias You are now listening to the Best of Bias Podcast With Lydell De Niro and Hugo Twilight What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Lydell De Niro, and it's time for another episode of the Best of Bias podcast. You already know. It's your boy, Lydell De Niro, and we got AKA in the building. It's crazy. You already know. You see him, you see him, you see what it is. It's time for another episode of the Best of Bias podcast, episode 105. Woo, 105. It has a, such a good ring to it. And thank you for being here. If you've been riding since episode one, you're here through episode 105. We love y'all. Thank y'all. If y'all new listeners, welcome. We just go, you know, best of bias podcast. We bring our bias to the table. You bring your bias to the table. We talk about it and we just kind of just throw it out there and just kind of debate. It's not even always a debate because we, we agree a lot of the times too, but you know, it's just a good forum for us to get it all out there and just talk about it. So we're going to talk about it. You ready for some topics? Yeah. Bring it. Let's do it. <clears throat> all right. So topic one, basically, just let me know if you're not really interested in it and we could just go past it because I have a lot of topics here, but I'm going to um, take some time to do some sports stuff here in the beginning. Though you may not know too much about it, but it's some news that I'm going to inform you on if you don't know too much about it. So in the Best of Bias listeners, I'm sure you guys heard about it too. Um, let's start with Aaron Rodgers going back to the Green Bay Packers, man. This here to me is kind of like, what the fuck just happened? Um, all last offseason, um, he was fighting with the team, didn't want to come and play. Um, he ended up coming and playing for this season. Um, he left the team out on the line saying like he might want to get traded to another team. We all thought after they lost in the NFC, well, I don't even think they went to the NFC championship in the second round of the playoffs because they had to buy the first round, um, that Aaron Rodgers was going to go to another team. Um, he did all this stuff on a bunch of different podcasts, kind of hinting that he was flirting with a bunch of different teams. He wanted to go other places. But after all that, this man ends up becoming the highest paid player in NFL history. Well, he has the highest contract in NFL history. He got a four-year, $200 million contract with $153 million guaranteed. Nutty. This man is 38 years old, I believe. So he's probably only going to play two years of that contract. And whatever happens after that, he might decide he wants to get traded again and he can hold the team hostage to get some more money with an extension if he wants to try to be like Tom Brady and play until like 45 or something because he only won one championship. So, um and he's been playing for hell of a year, so it's kind of imperative for him to win some more championships <clears throat> to validate this crazy ass contract you got. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Two hundred million dollars. Well, we thought Patrick Mahomes' contract was crazy. It was a ten-year, five hundred million dollar contract, but it was like <laughs> spread out over a whole bunch of years. And there's ways that they can make the money work for the team and structure the mm-hmm. contract to make the team better. But Aaron Rodgers just got paid the bag, and their team was already kind of over the salary cap. So their team might get gutted, but he's put it all out there to try to win a championship for Green Bay. That was one of the news stories for the week. Second news story, Russell Wilson taking his uh, talents from Seattle to Denver, along with Noah Fant, uh, Shelby Harris, a couple of draft picks, a couple of firsts this year. No, first and second this year, a couple of seconds. I don't know, a bunch of picks. But whatever it was, it wasn't enough for Russell Wilson. (laughs) Russell Wilson joins a division with Justin Herbert, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Derek Carr. The AFC West is loaded now, um, but the Broncos got a lot better, um, and their chances to win the Super Bowl got a lot bigger. Um, but, yeah, that change is crazy. Um, him and Sierra going go to the cold Denver from Seattle. I thought they would go someplace with a bigger market, maybe go to, like, New York. Uh, hoping for Tampa Bay, God damn it. But uh, you never know. Las Vegas, you know what I'm saying? Places like that where Sierra can kind of, like, you know, move forward her career, you know, maybe do a residency in Vegas or something like that, but they decided to go to Denver. What has she been doing lately? I don't know. Uh, Not... Being a mom, she had a couple kids, her and uh, Russell Wilson. Um, but basically, yeah, I don't know. But they're uh, they're doing it big. I know he's made a whole bunch of money, and um, I'm sure he's yeah, making money. Or yeah, for sure. Um, what else happened in NFL news? Yeah, it's just kind of crazy stuff going on right now. Uh, Deshaun Watson, I think we talked about him a little bit on the sports episode last week, but he goes to court on Friday. Um, he was the one, the Houston quarterback that's being accused of sexual assault by a bunch of different masseuses. Um, it's like 22 different oh, yeah. women. 
Yeah, coming out and saying that he was sexually accrued at these uh, massage appointments. <clears throat> um, so they, he goes to the jury, uh, grand jury on Friday to see if he's either going to be guilty and go to jail. If they settle, he just pays them or whatever, and he gets suspended for a little while, or he's not guilty in general. So who knows what's going to happen there? So he has he has to pay all of them. I don't know. I'm sure he's. I think he settled with a couple already, um, but I, I don't know. It kind of comes and pulls in also because we don't know if, what really happened. Um, we don't know if he was actually going there and they knew it was up and he paid for the extra, the happy endings. And after, mm. you know, after he wanted to, you know, he wanted to leave the team in Houston. Um, so maybe they all were in cahoots to try to get him in trouble. If he didn't want to play for Houston, he could play for nobody type shit. You know what I'm saying? That's a conspiracy mm. as well. But we don't know. We never know now. Maybe these girls wanted to get a quick money grab, but maybe he did do it at the, on the same token. So we don't know any of the facts yet. It's been a couple of years, so I don't know what's actually really going on. But I guess on Friday we will find that out. Um, but something on the same token, I don't know if you heard about the Chris Brown thing. Yeah, we were talking about that yeah. a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. um, where he was being accused of uh, raping a girl on P. Diddy's yacht at a party or whatever. Yeah. Um, and everybody, you know, people just kind of try to pile on Chris Brown, not saying that he's been completely innocent and everything, but it's been, I mean, obviously he's not in jail. So a lot of the stuff that he's been accused of after the Rihanna stuff have just been like, I guess, money grabs or he settled behind the scenes or some shit. I don't really know. But when people come out with the rape allegations, um, that's pretty serious allegations. And, I, you know, nowadays in the port of, uh, court of public opinion, stuff like that, the man is usually... Uh, labeled guilty until proven innocent and with mm-hmm. chris brown is kind of in that situation right now what do you feel about that situation i mean i feel like if it wasn't for social media uh the redemption part of it wouldn't be as uh, good as it is for him right now because he had somebody who posted the evidence that he had that proved that he was innocent oh yeah the um, voice chat yeah because uh you know usually they always blast the initial accusations but then once, you know, whatever the verdict is, if he's acquitted or whatever, they never ever put that out really. If they do, it's always in small print. You know what I'm right. saying? So Yeah. And they but. actually after they got the after they got the voice chat from her or the, you know, Chris Brown's legal team got the girls voice chat saying, Oh, I know you heard the news. You haven't, you know, called me or, you know, try to blow me up or nothing. So I guess you don't hate me. I just want you to hang out with me again. I want you to fuck with me again. This, this, and that. And his lawyers got a hold of that and he played it all over Instagram, kind of showing that she, you know, some of these girls are just out here for a quick money grab. $20 million. That's nuts. That's that's crazy for something that actually didn't happen. And the girl's lawyer actually backed out of the case after that came out. She was kind of crazy. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, that just goes along the show that, you know, people, it's, it's hard out here right now. People are doing anything for some cash, but, um, if it is, if it did happen for the whole Deshaun Watson situation, if he does have to do some time for, cause 22 women is, is hard to say that it's all money grabs unless they all got paid by the Houston's owners to do that. And just, unless they all, they are at the same clinic or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know. It, that's just kind of weird, but yeah, shit, that shit's out there. And to stay on the sports topic real quick today, or I think it was yesterday, receiver uh, Calvin Ridley for the Atlanta Falcons actually got suspended a whole year for um, gambling, uh, putting his team in a parlay, just gambling on NFL at all, being an NFL player, which is a big no-no. Um, he actually had his team in a couple of parlays while he was out. Um, he, he was uh, out a lot last year or this past year with uh, mental health issues, had some time away from the team um, for his mental health. But I guess during that time, he was betting – about $1,500 in parlays worth of money on parlays um, in the NFL, which is a no-no. So they they suspended him for a full year. They're saying they're trying to make an example out of him to kind of like discourage further betting on the NFL because you can't have people kind of messing up the integrity of the game like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Didn't he bet bet against the team, right? Yeah, probably because they sucked. I would bet against them too. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you can't do that because, like, then they look at like your actions of like, did you do that shit on purpose? You know, right? Yeah, kind of like there? insider like, trading. Exactly. Yeah, I feel it. Yeah, but it's kind of weird. People are kind of pushing back because they're saying like the owners are in cahoots with these, you know, gambling sites, and they're able to you know make money moves based on you know whatever that the betting companies want to do. 
but the players can't even bet $1,500 and they're making millions and millions of dollars. But again, if you're a player, you're affecting the outcome of the game and that can trickle down into point shaving and all this other bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I think they're trying I to make like, a like, lot of them. I feel like you should be able to bet on other games, not, not your own game, though. Well, you can bet on any other sport. You know what I mean? If you're a professional athlete in that sport, you know. Yeah. I don't know. You know the players, you know, if you're an NFL player, you have access to other players, you know them, you can affect, you can ask them what's going to happen. So I feel like that's one and not in the game at all. So, but a year, he even said like, man, uh, a, a full year for $1,500, he's losing $11 million in salary for that $1,500 mm. bet. People are saying that's the worst bet in the history of betting. $1,500, you lose a mil, $11 million. That's That's just crazy. Um, Fuck. All right, moving on. Just want to throw it out there. Best of bias listeners, you let us know how you feel about that. Calvin Ridley, you know, he was pretty good, too. Um, I think that you can also say another conspiracy in that, man. He wanted to quit the Falcons. He didn't want to play for them no more. And he was like, oh, you betting, betting? Okay. DraftKings mm-hmm. let them know real quick. Like, oh, yeah, Calvin Ridley's over here betting $1,500 worth of shit. He's like, oh, yeah, we got you. But, yeah. But also, people were saying on Twitter, you know, Twitter was getting kind of crazy. They were like, yeah, well, people, um, you're comparing, like, people that got domestic violence uh, against them only got suspended for five games or, like, six games, and you're suspending him a full year for gambling $1,500. But, I mean. Money. Yeah. Money. It's the principle. You can't, you know, you mess up that cash flow, the integrity of the game. Yeah. They ain't having it. They ain't having it. But, yeah, hopefully, you know, this – a year off i don't know that that can just do so much to your football career you know just sitting out a year it's like what if they're not he's not allowed at the facilities or anything like that that's that's just crazy yeah nutty nutty um while we own sports again uh coach k had his last game over there at duke at their home uh i forgot i'm stupid right here i can't be a sports uh sports guy and not know where duke plays sorry i don't know the legendary arena's name uh but coach k played his last game there against north carolina um, a bunch of the old Duke players came. The game, I guess, itself, they had tick- the tickets there were cost more to get there into the last game for Coach K than the Super Bowl. So people were cashing out to go to this fucking last basketball game for Coach K. Um, and the fucked up thing was the team lost. Duke lost. They, they played against North Carolina, and they blew out North Carolina when they played them earlier in the season. And Duke and North Carolina is a big rivalry game, too. And for him to lose on his last game on the court, it just left a sour taste in their mouth. So they got to go out there and win the tournament now because Coach K can't go out like that. He can't go out like that. That's kind of fucked That's up. Horrible. But shout out, Coach K. Thank you for everything you contributed to uh, basketball. Go ahead, kick your feet up, man. I think he was coaching since, like, the 80s uh, college basketball. So he's been doing it a long time, coaching the USA basketball team. He just retired from that. And, yeah, man, he had his footprint on a lot of people in the college basketball world, a lot of high schoolers transitioning into the NBA and kind of molding and, you know, building camaraderie with a lot of the NFL, I mean, NBA players that have gone to um, the Olympics and played over there and brought us a lot of gold medals back. So thank you, Coach K, and uh, enjoy retirement, sir. Um, 50 Cent, leaving sports alone for a little bit. Actually, one more sports topic. LeBron James scoring 56 points on the Warriors the other night. Mm-hmm. Woo! He went off against the Warriors, man. Um, I think they're at the Crypto Center. No more Staples Center. It's a crypto, crypto.com arena or some shit like that. Um, he dropped 56 on the number three seeded Warriors going off at 37 years old. You know what I mean? Doing stuff still that that hasn't been seen before in the NBA as far as longevity goes. Spends a million dollars on his body a year. And it's kind of incredible seeing what we're seeing, man. Seeing him still being able to – he's probably going to win the scoring championship this year being the uh, leading scorer in the NBA at 37. So it's, it's kind of nuts. Shout out King James. Um, and thank you for beating the Warriors and bringing them down a little bit, you know, in the West, even though the Warriors are trash right now. I mean, the Warriors. The Lakers are trash right now. May not may not even make the playoffs. But <laughs> you beat the Warriors and brought them down a little bit. So thank you for that. Um, 50 Cent. 50 Cent. 50 Cent threatening to take his shows from stars due to them not picking up season two of um, Tommy. I forgot what the uh, power season of Tommy is called. Is it power? It's not power. It's, uh, I don't know. It's something. Whatever it I is. Know, yeah. Yeah, I don't know exactly what the name is, but um, stars didn't pick up season two right away, but they picked up season two or season three of Hightown 
Um, so 50 Cent is mad, and he's saying since they don't want to pick up his show, he's going to take all his shows and go to a different network, basically. He's going to pack um, his bags here. Yeah. Right, he's going to pack his stuff up and leave, put it in a couple of memes on Instagram and stuff like that. Um, I think this is just a negotiation tactic. Uh, 50 Cent, he's kind of a bully when it comes to negotiation. He don't negotiate like regular people. What do you think? Do you think he's going to really leave stars? I mean, if he do, I'm sure it's something like Netflix would be like, Calling his phone immediately. Oh yeah, Netflix will blow. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Yeah, in a second. But there's a bunch of streaming services that uh, that love to get their hands on that shit. I'm sure. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. HBO. You can do it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel it. Yeah, but I'm I'm excited to see because he has some more shit coming. Um, they have to pick up Tommy. I think it's right now. It's like the most one of the most watched shows on Stars right now, especially the premiere. I know it did a bunch of numbers. Don't they? Don't they got one about the sun too? Yeah, that was the power book, uh, Ghost. It's about oh, Tyreek. Okay. He goes to college. And it's like right after uh, Ghost dies. Spoiler alert if you guys haven't seen regular power yet. Uh, I, I don't watch that stuff. He goes <laughs> to college and he just kind of, be he slowly becomes Ghost. Um, selling mm-hmm. drugs at college. Uh, Mary J. Blige is in it as like the one of the main uh, people on the show. So it's a good continuation of it. And then they have, they have uh, Tommy in like after Ghost got shot again. He drove to, um, supposedly he was driving to California, um, but during the, you know, during the beginning of the episode, he decided to go to Chicago. And in Chicago, hell shit's going down with Tommy in Chicago. It's a good ass show. Episode like four or five just came out. Um, it should get picked up, but I'm sure it will. It's really good, but I don't think he's going to leave because he's still got BMF. And this season of BMF, they got to be dropped. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's doing a prequel episode where um, they show how, him and Tommy and uh, Natasha like all met and shit like that. So I uh, I don't know. I think they still got a lot to lot to go over there, and I don't think Fifty Cent's really gonna leave. They you know give him that bag, you know, and he'll stay. You know what I'm saying? You need to check out some of those shows if you haven't already. Um, what else we got? Uh, weekly Kanye West segment. Weekly Kanye West segment, man. Have you seen that video for uh, Easy yet? Was it easy? Yeah. The one with the horrible ass uh, cartoon, like stop motion. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I guess I haven't seen it yet, but I've seen clips of it. Uh, Kanye West and the game came out with a song, came out a while ago called Easy, but the video finally came out and it depicted a whole bunch of like scenes of him burying and killing Pete <laughs> Davidson and walking around with his head and shit like that. It's just getting kind of out of hand, man. I, I, I just kind of feel like he's going a little overboard with this Pete Davidson shit. I say, I think we say this shit every week, but now it's just more and more he's pushing the line, towing the line, and I feel like if it wasn't Pete Davidson, I don't think we'd be okay with it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, do you think he's going a little far? I mean, I think he's just being like a sample. I don't know. He's doing too much. I guess it's like too far. I mean, too far started when he when he originally seen his girl with another dude, and he's still trying to get his girl back. <laughs> me, that was enough. That's been enough for me. So, yeah. I don't know. but yeah. I know. I'll leave I, that man alone. Let him, let him be the rebound king, and uh, move on. It's Kanye. You got. You got. I don't know. Maybe maybe something special. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It must be. It must be because you have all the money in the world. I guess that it don't really buy love and happiness. And once he fell into that, he uh, found love and happiness. He got a whole bunch of kids over there. He got like four kids with her though. So I feel like. Yeah, he 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 had a happy home over there, and he felt like it all came crumbling down. I don't know. He's lost a lot in his life, and I feel like that buildup just can break anybody. And I feel like he is kind of breaking slowly. But when he does break slowly, some of the best music comes out from him. So I don't know. It's a catch twenty two because we want to see him get better, but the music and the art is still there. So we're like, keep doing what you're doing, but sometimes you're going too far. I don't know. I don't want to. Tra- I don't want to trash the man too much because I feel like. As a culture, we do need some of his inspiration and kind of musical, you know, musical prowess in the game to teach the younger generation how to do some of the stuff he does do. Um, also in the fashion world, he's opening doors for, you know, more African-American kind of urban people in the fashion world. So that's also something we do need him for. But I don't know. I still want him to be well at the same time and not just watch him kind of erode like we are watching now. 
threatening a man's life over something that you learn in grade school not to trip over as much as he's tripping over. And he's a billionaire kind of doing the most, <laughs> doing the most with what he can. It's just kind of nuts. I don't know. Yeah. It's either he is really tripping or it's just the best promotion for an album that I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, he's just, yeah, he's trying to just do everything. You know, he's always trying to do a little new stuff and be abstract. So he's like, oh, you know what? I'm going to take advantage of the situation. And I'm like, yeah, he's also helping Pete Davis get more famous. Yeah, so. and he hasn't said shit either. I haven't seen nothing. Maybe he, nope. I haven't watched Saturday, Saturday Night Live in a long time, but maybe he's on there still. But I haven't seen shit about Pete Davidson. He hasn't responded or nothing like that. I just hope uh, none of those yeah. goons that he's trying to send over to Pete Davidson ever get there. Because I know I know a lot of people in the industry know Pete Davidson and are friends with Pete Davidson. Well, what, what goons are trying to I can't. What, what goons I can picture it either. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no. Even if that's like, saying, that's like that's that's almost like Will Smith saying, I'm gonna send my goons to get you. Okay. <laughs> and what's Philadelphia born and raised? Dance battle me? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like right. yeah. niggas from Philly is like, nah, I mean, we fuck with you, Will, but nah. And niggas ain't going to jail over Pete Davidson. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen, Kanye. So I think you need to see the treat it like high school, like you already are, and just keep making fun of them because. Man, I feel like you'll lose so much credibility if you were to fight, even had something happen to Pete Davidson, because that's so low. It's like <laughs> when the nerd at school takes your girlfriend, it's like you do whatever you can as the cool guy to embarrass that nerd. It's like, what are you doing? Like, bro, she chose the guy that's opposite of you for a reason. Maybe she didn't want to have to deal with the shit that you're putting her through. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to be judgmental. Because I don't know. Pete, da- Pete Davis seems kind of bipolar too. So yeah, and yeah, um, he has talked a lot about mm. mental health and going to therapy and stuff like that. So he could be dealing with some stuff, and maybe Kim Kardashian is his piece at this point in time. But I don't think it's good for his mental health with Kanye West and him trying to militarize his fans to you know do shit. I agree. Davidson. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, what else do I got here? Brittany Griner being detained in Russia for having uh, vape cartridges in her suitcase while she was traveling back to the USA from Russia. Um, if you didn't know, Brittany Griner is a WNBA player. I think she plays for the Phoenix Mercury. If she doesn't, do not kill me. Best of bias listeners out there and all my WNBA fans. And I believe she also plays WNBA. Well, I don't think it's called the WNBA. She plays basketball overseas in Russia during the off season from the WNBA to make more money because they don't really get paid hella money in the WNBA. So even though she's actually won like a championship and shit like that. And she's probably one of the more prominent players. She'd be out there dunking and shit. Um, but she still has to go overseas to, um, you know, uh, play uh, during the off season to make more money and you know, what's going on in Russia right now. So uh, it's not really a good time to be traveling from Russia to the United States. So she was detained by uh, allegedly having vape cartridges in her bag, which contained marijuana <laughs> and a vape pen. And they're saying because of that, they're going to hold her. And that, uh, you know, the sentence for that is up to 10 years if she's uh, convicted of it. You know what I'm saying? So people are thinking they're going to hold her for like negotiation tactics uh, with the USA to get them to release some of the sanctions or do some shit like that to let her, you know, um, let her go from Russia. You know what I mean? Mm. Have you heard about that? Yeah. I seen they had a picture of her sitting there with a mugshot, but yeah, Russia is doing too much. I feel like they like right now they're being bullied, showing like you know what nobody wants to go to war with us because they know if they do go to war, it's at World War Three, so we can do what the fuck we want to. It's like they they're sitting there just poking and poking, trying to provoke. Right. Yeah, that's what it feels like. But it's we'll nuts. see. And then supposedly she's been over there for three weeks, detained already, and nobody even knew. You know what mm. I mean? And yeah, her girlfriend or her wife has been uh, thanking everybody for the support and bringing light to the story because she was over there for three weeks already and nobody even knew about it. So that's how crazy it can be right now. People can go, you know, and she's a famous WNBA player. What if it was a regular ass American coming from Russia that got detained for no reason just because they don't don't fuck with Americans right now? They'd never hear from you again. You know, snatch your phone up, put you in jail. That's just crazy. It might might already happen. We don't even know. Yeah, exactly. So this story kind of brings light to that kind of shit, man. And 
shit is crazy right now. Everybody be safe, especially everybody traveling now since these uh, regulations have been loosened, these mandates and stuff have been loosened. I know I'm heading out of the country in a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Enjoy this weather, enjoy this sunshine. Uh, but I'm not uh, Aruba. Aruba. Going to Aruba in, uh, during the summer. So I am excited, a couple months here. So I am going to enjoy that tropical water and some of that sun, use some PTO, you know what I'm saying? And kind of mm-hmm. do my thing out there. Um, Veronica's going to V rounds, is going to Hawaii. So we're actually having a little separate vacations, but you know, we're going to enjoy each other in spirit. But hey, sun's open, your sun's out again. We need to get out here and vacation, see the world while we can, because you never know what the fuck is going to go on in the next coming years. So get out there, travel, enjoy your family, and enjoy your peoples, man. Go out there and see the world, see the country, go to someplace new, go get at a new restaurant, you know? Good new video game. Play Madden. See me in 2K. Lydell Nero, 22, PlayStation 5. <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, next topic here. Uh, yeah, but free Brittany Griner, man. Um, they That's too much, man. I, yeah, I took some... That's, just, yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, you can move through fucking airports freely with vape cartridges out here. Well... If you go to the right states, but they letting you take ounces of weed from LAX to Las Vegas and shit like that. They didn't say it was THC. Uh, yeah. Oh no, actually, I don't even think they confirmed. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. It has to be though. It has to be though. Ten years for fucking tobacco. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. Sure. Um, but yeah. Next, let's talk about our gas prices since we're talking about Russia. God damn it, our gas prices right now. Have you seen them, boys? Have I seen them? How, how are they out there for you right now? Uh, it's like five bucks, five, a little bit over five. I think I was getting like five, five or six or something tomorrow. What? We have five sixty three. Maybe pushing, maybe it's going up. We out here pushing the six bucks. Yeah, uh, it's bad. I was talking to some people, um, saying they uh put fifty five dollars in their tank and it was only half a tank. <laughs> I'm like, Whoa. yeah. Well, I put forty bucks in. And it was half a tank. So yeah. What the fuck? That is nutty. That's yeah, nice. man. And I don't even. I this traffic is sucking up all my gas. I got a twenty minute drive, twenty eight minute drive to work, and I should be same here. That's crazy as hell. And this is due to um the war in Ukraine. People are saying it's a direct um kind of like response from that. Our gas prices are hiking since we're not getting that oil from Russia right now. And due to some of the sanctions we put on them, they're kind of stopping the flow, obviously. Um, so we actually did the same to them, kind of. We stopped uh, the oil rush, uh, oil coming in to other countries, going out to other countries so that they're losing hella money. Their money right now is worth 50% less. The rubles were 50% less. So they're hoping some of these sanctions could help you know, stop what's going on in Ukraine and help us. But I don't know, man. I feel like that's just going to cause more damage and our gas prices going to be hella expensive more before they get lower. You know what I'm saying? Because they have to make up for that loss. And I feel like it's going to affect more than just gas. Over time, it's going to affect more shit like food, natural resources and shit like that. So, God damn it. I feel like war is just negative in a whole bunch of different areas and just fucking the fighting. You know what I'm saying? A lot of shit economically and shit like that, economic warfare, um, I don't know, shit, cyber warfare. The shit they've been showing, this shit ain't cool. Like, they over there, like, killing, like, just random people. Blowing up hospitals. Yeah, they shooting people in, like, cars who just driving home from going to go to eat some eat or some shit. Wow, yeah. Yeah, I saw saw a video where, like, it was an old couple, and they just, the tank rolled up on them and just shot them, pow, and just kept going. With the tank? Yeah. Whoa. That is nuts. Yeah. That is nuts. Yeah. Shit's going down out there, man. Like, and let's complain about gas prices. It's like, yeah, I should have mentioned that. We should have mentioned that first. My bad. Um, shout out to the Ukraine and everybody out there fighting, man. Um, the, yeah. I just hope this shit stops. Hopefully, NATO can help stop what's going on, uh, stop the losing of lives. I'm tired of seeing updates on Twitter about, oh, this place getting blown up and this many injured and this many dying. Like, I thought I saw a ceasefire earlier and 10 minutes, 25 minutes later, there was a, you know, Russia, like, uh, I guess went against the ceasefire and started blowing shit up again. It's like, 
What's the end goal in this shit, man? How you gonna take over someplace that's already fucking blown to hell? Like, why are you? Yeah, the, the fuck that part of it. It looks super one sided because all you see is like what Russia has done, and then you hear you hear like little stories here and there about you know heroic Ukrainian soldiers doing something, but you always see nothing but the Russians just fucking yeah. shit up, though. Yeah, man. <laughs> and then man. I, see, I, I I keep going back to the uh, you know the fact that they. Ain't letting black folks out the country and shit, you know. But it's still hard not to feel for these people. This oh, shit yeah, just fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Like, but then I'm all now. Now I'm feeling for like, like what the fuck is gonna happen when uh, Russians get to those black folks? They ain't letting out the country. Like, what they gonna do to them? Yeah, yeah. Especially because they they're supposed to be letting people uh, evacuate with safe passage, but I don't think there would be that. I don't know. Especially people that they don't. The Ukrainians are kind of looking down upon. Fuck like the mm-hmm. Russians are just, yeah. That's I hope not. I hope not. Hope somehow. I don't want USA to intervene like that. Just put some of our soldiers at risk, at, you know. But I just want everybody to get out safely. Mm-hmm. That needs to be out of there safely. Um, shall we talk about uh, Batman box office? 128 million first week. Um, second biggest uh, box office, you know. Making sense, obviously, Spider-Man that just blew everything out of the water. Um, but yeah, it was pulled from Russia since we were talking about Russia. Um, they're mm. not trying to help Russia at all financially, but they uh pulled it. And Batman was pretty good. Uh, I liked it, I actually did like it a lot. I put it up there, probably my second favorite Batman movie. Um, I kind of unpopular opinion like Batman and Robin a lot just because I watched it so much as a kid, <laughs> but uh, but. The Dark Knight. Isn't that the one with the was it Arnold Schwarzenegger is Doctor Freeze or yeah, Uma Thurman, Poison Ivy, George Clooney, Batman, Chris O'Connell, Robin. You had a clueless girl, Amanda, uh, whatever her name was. uh, uh, Oh yeah, wasn't the Riddler in that one too? Uh, That was the other one. That was Batman Forever with uh, with uh, Jim Carrey and uh, Tommy Lee. Yeah, was uh, Two Face. That's they right, had the yeah, cast yeah. for those movies, but they're hella stupid. It was like comedy rather than yeah. actually like, uh, you know. But this one was really serious, had a super serious tone. I was telling you earlier, it was kind of like that movie Seven with uh, Morgan Freeman and uh, Brad Pitt. Um, actually, that's not my opinion because I personally haven't seen that movie. I've been trying I've been trying to watch bits and pieces, but I'll watch some and listen to some review podcasts on the movie. And they said that director of that movie, you can hella tell that, uh, what was it, Matt Reeves? got a lot of inspiration from that movie to film this one a lot of the angles um i really liked how it was super practical it wasn't like a super superhero movie stuff like like a just a batman action movie is more like showing the basis of how batman was like two years of him becoming batman how he was Mm -hmm. a master detective how he was like hella smart and like can figure shit out more than the cops you know what i mean it showed um Gotham in a sense where it wasn't like super huge like in other movies seeing Gotham it looks like it's fucking like states wide this one's like a a little town you know what I mean the person that played Riddler was pretty cool Um, when you see the actor that played him he's super unsuspecting but you yeah it was a really good uh, role he played the Riddler was cool there was a special cameo in there I'm not going to tell you guys about you guys see it to check it out you know I'm saying I can spill the beans Um, but it was cool three hours long three hour runtime. uh Freaking Zoe Kravitz did great as uh, Catwoman. Um, uh, let's see who else was in it. We had uh, Colin Farrell as Penguin. Of course, he, he did a great job because the prost- prosthetics on him, you couldn't even tell it was him. You know what I'm saying? That was mm-hmm. pretty good. Um, we had uh <laughs> dude from, uh, shit, I don't know his name. Fuck. Have you seen uh, Zohan? You can't mess with the Zohan with Adam Sandler? Yeah. Have you seen? I know you've seen Transformers. Yeah. So you know, like the kind of Middle Eastern guy that was uh, he got fired the guy from, first. The guy from uh, all those old uh, Spike Lee movies, like Do the Right Thing and shit. He was the Pizza Man. Oh yeah, I the think guy, I know the guy that worked the pizza shop. Yeah. Yeah, he was in there. He was playing um, Falcone, uh, one of the famous bad guys in Batman lore. So there's a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of good stars in there. Of course, uh, what's his name? Twilight played uh batman um i forgot his name Twilight. Oh. <laughs> yeah yeah robert Ra- robert patting or something uh, like that yeah robert pattinson 
Uh, something like that. Yeah. yeah, he did a good job too. Um, he wasn't as buff as you know the Ben Affleck Batman. He was a little skinnier. I mean, clearly, hella younger. Yeah. Well, shit. I don't. I don't people don't really. Maybe they get buff as he was supposed to be like twenty seven in this. So, even the uh, even the Dark Knight one was wasn't as buff as Ben Affleck's. He was more. Uh, he was cut. He was cut up. Yeah. He was all. You know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think. Uh, and it would make less sense anyways to be all cut up like that. If you say cut up like that, you ain't got no fucking stamina. Yeah, a... yeah, yeah. And they said they, you know, Batman's more like a ninja anyway. He's not supposed to like deadlift 500 pounds. You know what I'm saying? He's supposed to be yeah, like quick right. and kind of agile. Uh, but in this one, they made his suit um, pretty dope. He does, he does deadlift 500 pounds in the comic. Really? Well, I mean, I think he, does, he bench presses like 1,000 pounds. God damn. Yeah, so. God damn. Um, but yeah, yeah um, and strong ass nigga. And this one is it's kind of cool though because it's full his suit. You can like when he's walking up, you can hear how heavy his boots are. You can really see like he has metal in his like his gloves and shit like that. He said mm-hmm. like when you see that when they see this bat signal, it's not just a warning. Uh, warning in the shadows. And I am the shadows, and it showed them like every scene. They just heard the boots, sound of his boots. Because like they didn't want to do crimes, they got scared because they never knew if Batman would be lurking in the shadows, it could pop out. And just mm-hmm. So it was pretty tight. And he was like, in this, in this kind of like part in Batman's life, he's vengeance. <laughs> he just popped out and fucked Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So everybody was scared. No matter where he was, where they were, even if he wasn't really there, they were just scared because he could be in the shadows, watching, waiting to whoop their ass. Yeah. And in this Batman, he he says he even says that he's vengeance. He hasn't really found, you know, how Batman is. You know, he's trying to help the city just to help it, be hope for the city. He's just trying to avenge his dad's death and just cleanse the city of all evil by whooping their ass. And he doesn't really have the mindset of Batman yet. So it's an interesting kind of like way of setting up this Batman series and this Batman world. It's gonna be pretty dope. And in this one, they don't really show you um, the origin stories of you know how his mom and dad got killed, which they do in every other Batman. Mm-hmm. They don't actually waste yeah. time showing you that scene. They're assuming you already kind of know. Yeah, everybody knows. You've seen it a thousand times. So exactly. Yeah. So yeah, they went ahead and eliminated that. Okay. And uh, yeah, made it a little cooler for you that way. But yeah, it was a cool movie. Go check it out if you haven't seen it. 128 million first week. I'm sure it'll do you know, big numbers next week too. People will see it you know, twice, three times, four times to review it on podcasts, you know. Because you know, you is a lot of stuff you may have missed, and it kind of has like very, very introspective stuff showing parallels between Batman and his villains. And people on podcasts have also said like a lot of the Batman villains in the Batman verse are kind of like uh, kind of perspectives of Batman's personality, but in a, a different kind of way that are kind of shown that mm-hmm. he's not allowed to show. It kind of like he, they talked about kind of like juxtaposition between him and his kind of villains. And his villains are kind of cool in that way because they all personally know how to make him tick. And when you watch Batman movies, you know, every time he goes after them, it's like, it's a personal relationship. You know that Joker and Batman relationship they got. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's, it's pretty dope. Go check it out. Go see it. Everybody did great. Um, I still think Dark Knight um, and with the Heath Ledger was way better as far as like you know, you already know. But uh action movie, superhero movie. Exactly. This one was just kind of setting stuff up. It's good though. Really good, really good directed, shot beautifully. Um, Drink Champs interview. Uh the game's talking crazy. Talk he said that uh Kanye West did more for him in two weeks than uh Dr. Dre did for him in his whole career. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> how do you feel shit. about that statement? I mean I don't know. Some things that like, why would you even say that in the first place? Like, unless you have some kind of animosity towards Drake, and I don't see how he could because Drake is the person that put him on in the first place. So I don't know. But he also said that uh, he's a better rapper than Eminem. Yeah, I heard that one. Um, I mean, people are supposed to feel like they're the best rapper when you, yeah. you know, doing that, but. I mean, realistically, nah, he couldn't lyrically go up against Eminem. I mean, I've heard a, a few of game songs, and I never thought he was like a super, super good lyricist. I thought he was just like a, 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 a you know, a on par lyricist. Yeah. yeah, I'd give him. It wasn't, it wasn't nothing that I would be like, 
yeah, he can go up with the J. Coles and the Kendricks and the, you know, the, the Andre 3000s and shit like that. I didn't see him in, in that that category. So no. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. But I, hmm. it's interesting to me. A lot of these artists out here right now are kind of claiming a lot of like super high stakes. Um, the baby actually just said him and uh, NBA Young Boys album is the best collab album since Jay-Z and Kanye West has watched the throne. So that confidence, I guess, is what you need to have to show, I don't know, to attract fans nowadays. But him saying that he's better than Eminem as a rapper and saying they can beat him in a versus, it's kind of crazy talk to me. Um, it's a difference between being confident and being humble. Um, I would have said some, I would have took a different route. <laughs> because even when he said that, they were like, what? Wait, what did you just say? <laughs> like you said, you can beat him in a versus. I, Nori kind of actually re- reacts like that a lot when people say kind of shocking stuff to get him to repeat it. To kind of mm-hmm. stand on it, but I don't know. Saying that Kanye, what did Kanye West do for you in two weeks? Did he put him in a position with higher power people, like money making people that I can make him a bunch of money? Uh, I thought Dr. Dre produced his whole first album and connected but I mean, him to something. Hey, I mean, you, you could say that, but maybe he wasn't like, like I think, uh, what was his name again? Two Chains said the same thing about um, disturbing the peace. He said yeah. that Kanye did more for him, you know, than they did in his whole career, too. So it's like, maybe it's true. Maybe he made more money dealing with Kanye in two weeks than he ever made with dealing with uh, Dre, which wouldn't be an insult. It would just be a fact. So, yeah. You know. And I don't think he really made it. He was just kind of talking at the time. I don't think he really thought it would blow up like it, like it did get blown up. Um, he was fucking down in fucking bottles of tequila and shit. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you kind of have to take it in context of what the interview actually is because that's what they do on that show. They kind of just talk shit and kind of boost up the person that they're interviewing by giving them hella shots to get say some crazy shit. And that's kind of mm-hmm. what happened. Um, and po- and he probably was also trying to, you know, uh, one up that Kanye West interview and try to do whatever he can to kind of like mm-hmm. spread shit. He also said he had like <laughs> a long ass song uh loaded up just in case anything ever happened to him that he can just put out and have a whole bunch of music on there with music just in case he dies or some shit. I don't know, some weird ass shit that he was talking on the podcast. <laughs> but uh shout out to Game um and shout out to you and your career because I guess it's doing great right now since his shit in the last couple of months. Um but his yeah. name is really in in you know in the public sphere a lot more since that happened. So shout out to him, shout out to everything he got going. Um, Ryan Coogler detained at, in um, Atlanta. He's been out there shooting um, Black Panther 2. It's been a whole bunch of setbacks due to like people getting injured and COVID-related issues. But he was detained at a Bank of America um, because he went in there. He had his mask on and uh, his glasses and a hat, a little beanie. And he wrote on an envelope, um, I want to, I want to, uh, what's the word? Withdraw 10000 it was twelve thousand. I want to withdraw twelve thousand dollars from my account, but when you take it out, please count it discreetly, or something like count it somewhere else. I want it to be discreet or something like that. And I guess um, me personally, I thought it was just because he wrote that on an envelope. She thought he he was trying to rob the bank, the teller. But I guess since he was trying to make a twelve thousand dollar withdrawal, flag something supposedly that made mm, her want to call the police. Um, so they detained his driver and everybody sitting out in the car waiting for him to come out of the bank and they detained him and they're saying it was a mistake, but, uh, I don't know. Ryan Coogler, he has ID showing his card. His name is there. He's asking for a deposit. He has an account or withdrawal. He has an account. I don't know what the problem is. Yeah. I think that, uh, she probably just saw the note and got scared instead of looking it up, just immediately black dude being on note, $12,000 reaction hit a button boom you know they that's probably what happened and then they just add a little extra thing about oh it's some kind of alert to somewhere i I find it to be bullshit because i don't know ryan coogler that's like it is a black lady pregnant black lady too they try to throw that in there to make it less hurtful but nigga y'all fucked up and Y'all should be held it don't matter what nationality they are. Shit, people, society is everybody. I mean, black people see black people the same way everybody else see black people. Because well, we watch I'm CNT saying TV the headlines. The Bank of America don't want to seem racist, so they wanted to make sure that everybody knew that was a black teller. 
So it wasn't a yeah. white person just being racist. Hit. Yeah, yeah, a racist thing. It's just a discrimination thing. It's just people yeah. see black people as a threat. Well, I mean, regardless if you black or whatever. Atlanta, so I feel like it's majority black people anyway. No, nah, but even regardless, like even like if you go out and you party and if you walk up on a bunch of unfamiliar black people, people tend to tense up a little bit. Yeah, and that's anybody. Well, I mean, I know yeah. what you're saying though, but I know exactly what you're saying. But yeah. fuck that, I'm. Yeah, that's that's just wild. I would never. God, because you don't want you don't want to say your name because people might know you. And then you don't want to walk around with a bunch of money because it's robbing season. So just write a little note. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. It should be some kind of protocol for people that are, I mean, I don't know. Do famous people really bank at Bank of America? Is that common? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. But yeah, Ryan Cougar, I think you should take your money to a different bank. That alone should let you know, do not bank with us local people. You rich people should bank somewhere else. Don't trust <laughs> it. Um, moving on Kelly Clarkson this is kind of a big story because this, uh, it happened to Adele too I guess um, I remember when she got a divorce for her, from her husband she had to pay spousal support to him um, Kelly Clarkson um, is paying alimony to her ex-husband Brandon Blackstock 1.4 million dollars um, for alimony and 45,000 dollars a month in child support even though Kelly Clarkson has, the primary, has primary custody and he only sees her like once a weekend, like once a month or some shit like that, which is another case of like, how the hell does that happen? Um, like I said, Adele has to pay her husband something, her ex-husband some crazy ass amount and spouse support as well. Um, do you think this is this is a fair situation? Uh, with, with him, uh, with alimony, yeah. I mean, that's fair. You can tell him about equality, but with the child support part, I never understand why that goes the way it does anyways. Uh, I, 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 why is he paying? Why is she having to pay so much for child support when he only has a kid for one day? That makes no sense. Yeah. And, and, unless, unless she agreed on it, like, yeah, I'll pay you this much as long as I get to keep her all the time. Then I can understand that. But, I mean, that's the only thing I can think being logical is her just doing it just to get the kid the majority of the time. Yeah, and it's uh, she's worth, well, she makes $20 million a year, so I guess this is why they came to that agreement. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what she got going, you know what I'm saying? But um, yeah. I guess I, like, that's how they came up with that. Um, a lot of plus, women, plus, I heard... Plus, didn't he already get half? I'm sure he got half whatever the money was, too, right? I'm assuming. I don't know. I just I don't know. I just heard a lot of like um I know Dr. Dre and I don't know if the same situation, but spousal support, a lot of people are saying like after they, you know, get a divorce for somebody that's hella famous, they feel like they still need to be living the same lifestyle and be able to live the same lifestyle. So they're giving them the spousal support. That's hella money. Mm-hmm. That's hella money. That's that's just crazy to think about. I think if you divorce from somebody and that person's hella rich, unless you have hella kids and help them make the business or money that you're, you know, that they made. I don't know. I don't think they should have to support the lifestyle that you just so you can live like I'm living now because we got divorced. Especially what if mm-hmm. it was a divorce that she did something and you want a divorce from her or vice versa. He did something to her and she wants a divorce. You still have to pay his spousal, spousal support. Yeah, I, I feel like there should be like certain, I mean, I, I, there are prenuptial agreements, but I mean, right. I feel like they should be more you know, like situations. I know, like you're cheating wise. I feel like you shouldn't have to pay shit, baby. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I don't know if you find out like anything, like say you uh, find out one of the kids ain't yours, or so. <laughs> I feel like those things should all be factors in how much you pay after you guys split. <laughs> and we back taxes. You owe me money. <laughs> it wasn't mine for eighteen years. Yeah. So that would be about three billion six hundred fifty five dollars. Yeah. yeah. You were you. She did the primary spending. So because she spent more money and I made it, shows that she's not really responsible with money finances. So exactly. I don't know. And we can exactly. deduct the fact that she bought like a thousand pair of shoes. So. <laughs> Just imagine the lawyers that kind of fight for those people. Like yeah. you're helping this person take millions of dollars away from somebody. That person probably hates you forever. You better yeah. watch your back outside on the streets. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like if any of my men, it probably happened to them too. 
and you know, unless they're like really rich females, because that doesn't happen as often. You don't hear about it at least. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just nuts. Yeah. I always say about that type of shit, like when it happens to females, is like, do I agree with it? Yeah, I agree that it should be equal, but I still think all that shit's wrong in the first place. Like just because you guys are in a relationship now all of a sudden you owe this person a crap ton of money. It would make sense if that person helped you build whatever your organization is or thing that you know got you to where you're at. But if they just like was there, <laughs> just existed in the gym, yeah, yeah just hovered. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. I don't even know how these even laws came to be or when they were determined. But I think somebody needs to take a look at them and kind of like you know revisit these. Um, I know there's each case is different, but sheesh. I don't think she should be cashing out like that, especially if you don't. <laughs> I think the only time it should be is if there's kids. It should only be child support. That's all it should yeah, be. For sure. For sure. Um, last topic here. I want to see how much you care about this. Um, people, you already know about the King Von uh, NBA young boy kind of like little dirt kind of beef thing going on, right? Uh, King Von got killed. I know that. Right, and he is part of OTF, which is part of uh, Lil Dirk's clique. Um, okay. uh, what's the Quando Rondo is part of NBA Young Boys clique. Uh, Quando Rondo's entourage had a part in the killing of King Von, and mm-hmm. it's been back and forth ever since. Um, since why uh, NBA Young Boy got out of jail, he's kind of been dissing. Um, standing up and saying he's going to ride with Quando Rondo no matter what and kind of dissing OTF, Lil Durk, and any, everybody affiliated with Lil Durk or even has done a song with Lil Durk or could be even affiliated with Lil Durk a little bit. He, uh, NBA Youngboy put out a diss song, uh, dissing uh, Lil <laughs> Baby, dissing uh, hella different other people, a hella artists that don't have nothing to do with the beef that are just friends with Lil Durk, 21 Savage, this person, that person, everybody pretty much, multiple freestyles. And uh, pretty much it's just a lot of beef going on between the two sides. And then recently, the uh, baby just came out with a joint mixtape with NBA Youngboy. So everybody is kind of talking shit to the baby, saying that why would they do music with NBA Youngboy and the ops and this shit and like that? People that are uh, under Lil Dirk and Lil Baby is like, or no, Lil Baby, excuse me, the baby was like, um, I ain't gonna let you little little niggas that aren't even knowing what the beef is really about, let me know who I'm gonna get money with. I have no parts in either of the beef. I'm just trying to make money off an album. Um, Everybody knows where I stand in this. I'm trying to stay out of it. Real gangsters know how I move. And if any of you little niggas got something to say to me, do something type shit. So ever since then, a lot of people, you know, little, I wouldn't say little, just kind of artists from OTF, not Lil Durk, I want to say, has been coming out saying that the baby is kind of goofy for doing music with uh, NBA Youngboy, even though he's, you know, NBA Youngboy is making a whole bunch of money on YouTube. He's kind of blackballed on streaming sites, but he makes, I heard, like $10 million a month or something crazy like that on YouTube that his label pretty much takes all of, and he don't even get the money for it. So he has a lot of views and a lot of people that I mean, a lot of fans out there. So the baby, I'm saying, I think, and he just took a took it as an opportunity to put out an album with somebody that's really popular and that he can make some money off of, uh, not out off of, but with. Um, but everybody's kind of ha- taking a, you know, taking a hating to the baby just because he feels like he's putting himself in a situation again and taking NBA Young Boy's side. How do you feel about that? You know, I've yet to hear a single NBA Young Boy song at all. I, I just now started to hear hearing what he was all about. Kind of heard a couple of songs of his. I've never really listened to him either. Yeah, is it any good? Uh, he's pretty good. Yeah, he actually is pretty good. Um, really melodic. Um, he's pretty good actually. It's just really like a uh, really trappy kind of hood shit. But it, it's good. Mm-hmm. It's, he flows. It's it's and he's hella young, like twenty three, twenty four. Um, so mm-hmm. he has a lot of potential to grow. It's just like he just be on some like real hood shit, kind of dissing everybody getting in trouble a lot and kind of derailing his career with some of the shit that he he does. And he's in a mm. fucked up label situation. So everybody, he's not really making the money off all the views and all the fans that he actually does have. So it's kind of shitty. Mm. But really? yeah, the, yeah, it's just kind of, it's just getting kind of, it's just, I just don't like to see it because these people are two rappers that have bright futures. They're both very young. And it's probably well, going to I mean, somebody going to get killed. 
I feel like I feel like when he's doing some bitch shit anyway, it's like when it comes to this industry and making money, you can't just automatically say fuck you and everybody that fuck with you. It's like there's motherfuckers that I fuck with that don't fuck with other people that they fuck with, you know. Like yeah. I had friends on both. I, I grew up when I, when I grew up, I had friends who were uh was it that Sorango shit in their thing or whatever? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, they used to always go toe to toe and fight with each other, just step back and be like, I'm not part of that. So mm-hmm. hopefully, hopefully nobody gets stabbed, you know. Right. But I'm not gonna sit there and and you know talk shit to somebody because they're friends with somebody I don't fuck with. I just right. And he was pretty much saying that real niggas should be able to decipher that. You know what I'm saying? He's not. He, you know, respects the family of King Von, respects King Von and what he stood for and everything like that. And he and he said that King Von knew that. So it ain't no dissing them. Nobody's dissing nobody. Ain't nobody throwing disses in the songs. So he's just trying to get some money. And I feel like people should recognize that, man. Everybody's not in a mm-hmm. part of that beef. And they shouldn't have the whole industry be involved in that beef or blackball somebody based on a beef that these people should have behind the scenes rather than in the industry, I don't know, getting people hurt and just causing a whole bunch of stuff going on. We don't want to see any lives get taken over music. Well, we already seen somebody's life, King Von, get taken over some shit that was going down. And I guess people were trying to say it was over Floyd Mayweather's daughter. I guess they were talking shit. He was talking shit about Floyd Mayweather's daughter or trying to hook up with her or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I, I don't know. I, I, don't I thought know. it was over like King Bond died. I thought it was because he's trying to fight some dude named the dude named Rondo, whatever his name is. Right. Yeah. And I think I, they were kind of saying the beef. I don't really know for sure, but they said the beef started because King Von was trying to shoot his shot at Yaya, which is Floyd Mayweather's daughter. And that's where the beef started. Quando Rondo started dissing King Von, got deeper from there. They saw each other, the fight happened. And that's how the internal beef started between the two squads. And I don't think it's ever going to die down. But I kind of feel like a lot of people aren't really, especially artists in general, aren't going to get in the middle of it, especially the uh, baby right now. He's already gone through hell of shit <laughs> legally. So the last thing he probably wants to do is put himself in the middle of a deadly beef. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. even though he kind of subsequently did, but he, I don't think he had any ill intentions by it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, they probably already had that shit written out and everything before. Young boy right. ever came out with whatever he did, and he was like, "Well, shit, I spent all this time in producing all this shit, paying for all this stuff, so he's still gonna put it out." So, right? Yeah, he did say yeah. that about some of his songs. He said he had before he got supposedly canceled. He had a whole bunch of songs and videos ready to come out. So when he actually did put the songs out, it seemed like he was dissing somebody, talking shit about somebody, but he already recorded that, had it ready to drop. And I feel like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's could be the case in a lot of these situations, and the industry could be manufacturing beef for sales and shit like that, but. I don't know. Uh, like I said, a lot of deaths come in the rap in game right now, or uh, as of recently. Um, we don't want to see no more of that shit. Let these niggas get money. Um, uh, why uh, NBA YoungBoy is on witness protection in Utah. Um, uh, you got Lil Durk moving around in Chicago and all these other places doing whatever he does. These two people can just stay separate, make y'all money y'all own ways, and just keep everything in hip hop and make it hip hop. You know what I'm saying? No more deaths, no more. Keep the peace, no more violence. But with that, no. that ends all my topics. Unless you're trying to brainstorm who you want to go against Yoda, I think we could do that privately because I don't think we got we got to get Deshaun in this conversation. If we yeah. y'all don't y'all don't ever text back at the same time, it's just one of you guys responding, the one of you guys responding, the one of you guys respond. I'm like, goddamn, <laughs> let's get y'all both respond at the same time so we can come to agreement. But anyways, we got that coming up. This is a uh, this is the point of the episode where I like to let them know where they can find you at and what they you know what you got going. Let them know what you got going. So, AKA, what you got going now? I ain't got shit going. Um, <laughs> I got, damn, I'm serious right now. I'm working and uh, trying to get myself together so I can move. And that's it. That's it. Hey, uh, Akio Young on Instagram. Yeah, Akio Young and go listen to music. Listen to uh, Pretty Ugly on, uh, I think, all streaming platforms. SoundCloud. Yeah. Apple Music, Spotify, Google, Google Music. I don't know about that. Google, Google Pixel Music. music. <laughs> Pixel Music. What? YouTube, all that shit. Yeah. What's it called? Said and done. PC, said and done. Go get that shit, man. We've been telling y'all, go check that shit out. Got some hot fire on there. The lyrics you ain't heard in a while, man. That straight lyrical masterpiece. I've heard it. It's fire. Yeah.
Dylan, 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 you know what I'm saying? But you know where you can find me at. It's SAC underscore Lydell on the Instagram, Patrick underscore Lydell on the Snapchat. If you're looking for the podcast, you can find me on the Instagram or find us on the Instagram, Best of Bias. YouTube, same thing, Best of Bias, man. Go check out the videos. We got a whole bunch of videos about we up to like 54, 55 videos right now. We need your like, subscribe, hit the bell too so you can get all the notifications know when we post the episode on Friday because that's when the episode's posted every friday you know what i'm saying we're trying to get uh anime kumite in to record this friday um so we're trying to get that in weekly too i'm not sure when we're going to actually drop those episodes we'll let you know when we get that out to you but we'll get something out to you soon man these anime kumites we're taking a little bit to, to a little bit of time to curate every now and then but we'll get it to you i promise but uh more merch coming soon i got the new patches i'm gonna show you a little preview sneak preview i'm gonna show you a little sneak oh oh, oh. showed you a little sneak preview that's all you're gonna get for now Sorry, audio listeners. Only the people um, that are watching it on YouTube got to see a sneak preview of the new hats that are dropping. Um, they're probably going to drop by the end of the month here. Um, check me out. Hit me in the DMs if you want one. Bucket hats, uh, uh, trucker hats, and beanies. Plenty of beanies. I know a lot of people like the beanies, so I got hella beanies this time for your head tops. Um, but yeah, man, it's the Best of Bias podcast. Anything else you want to tell the people before we get up out of here? Nope. Stay black. Stay black, stay blessed, stay motivated. You know, keep reaching your highest potential, everybody. Because I know it's hard out there right now. Uh, money is slow for some people. You know what I'm saying there's war out there. Um, you don't really see the light at the end of the tunnel, but it's gonna come, man. Just keep striving, keep being great, um, keep doing what you need to do to be a better you. And I'm sure you'll meet your goals eventually, man. Just keep being better. That's all I can say. But right now is the part where I like to say, where my theme song at? Where's my theme song at? Right here. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, but yeah, y'all have a good one. It's the best, uh, best of bias. You need to hear for you should try us. From pop culture to the movies to Unitas. It's the best, uh, best of bias. Uh, Your best of bias. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, it's the best of bias.